guys, welcome to The Roundtable. This is episode 117. I'm Jenny Walker, the social media ministry leader here at Life Church, And this is Mike Hill. He is just some cool dude sitting over there. <laughs> I knew that yes. wasn't to be expected. That's perfect. But yeah, he's our pastor. And sitting in between us is some girl I just found out. Somebody that, just found, yes, out, found that in the cafe. <laughs> we just brought her in. We'll ask yeah. her if she could be Drag a part of it. Yeah. Come here. Miss Bree Alliger. All Geyer. <laughs> I was just waiting. The reason I would never say Bree's last, last name is Wait, because I knew. Your last name is so hard, Bree, okay? Bree Oliger. All, nope. All guy. All guy er. Yep. All guy er. Yeah. I'm terrible yeah. at names. It's okay. I've been called all gear, all gyre, all gear, no, I all know. gear. That's why if you don't know some somebody's just, name. Some people just call me out, so say like alligator or something. It's, oh my gosh. I feel like we actually talked about this last time I was on Did too. we? We're having a lot of deja vu. Well, you, did I tell you what happened at Isaac's wedding? <laughs> no. So I've no. never called Bree her real name mm -hmm. because, and honestly, I actually don't even know. I don't know it right now. <laughs> I'm trying to decide which one it is. But when Isaac first started to date her, yes. it was like Brianna or Brianna. I yes, can't. yes, yes, yeah. So you yeah. already heard this? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. And I called her the wrong name. Yes. <laughs> the whole time. Like, I, I was like, can't I just call you Bree? She's like, no, you yeah. got to. My mom wants you to have like the full name. Oh, her mom did? <laughs> she doesn't yeah. like calling, being called Brie? No, Bree doesn't mind it, but oh, like, you know how it is wedding. for weddings. Like you could oh. be called Mike from the time you're two. Yes. But then for some weird reason, <laughs> when you go to get married, it's Michael. Yeah. You like have to nobody be knows you as Michael. Yeah. You had to yeah. call you Michael. <laughs> that's how, yeah, a lot of people call me Brianna, but it's Brianna. But. Yeah, that's. Is that really? That's you too? Yeah. Wow. Brianna, Good thing Brianna. I just call you I know, that's Brie. hard. But I mean, Bri, I normally Bri just Bri like, all gear. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can put whatever. When we once I get started going to college, though, I just started telling people my name was Bree. I was like, it's Bree. Yeah, just but keep also, it. Also, I don't so care. Much easier. I also just don't care. Don't people care what people call you? But, Do you have a no. nickname? Bree. Bree. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, Do you have a nickname, Jenny? No, I mean like old nicknames from like when I was younger. Like, yeah, I had nicknames one. from when I was little. Yeah, like Jenny, Jenny Pop, Jenny Bop, Jenny, Jenny Bop, Jenny Bop. Jen, Jenny Bop. Yeah. Remember, because I'd bop around the stage when my mom was the children's whatever. And Okay. Like, um, but nothing up. like when you're going through high school? Jaywalker. Jaywalk. 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 Hey, what's yeah. up, Jaywalk? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anything other than Brie? Yeah. Um, I used to be obsessed with monkeys, so people called me Bobby Jack. Bobby Jack, wait, why? Do you guys know like the Bobby Jack monkey? Like the cartoon? No. Jack oh, okay. Well, that's what it is. It's this cartoon monkey. And like, I had a full on like comforter set of Bobby Jack. I actually still have the comforter. It's actually in my dorm room right now. It is? Yes. And I put, a, I put a duvet over it so that it's oh, covered. Yeah. But like, it's in my dorm room. Um, I've had it since I was like in third, fourth grade. <laughs> but I had like Bobby Jack shoes. I had a Bobby Jack, like a couple of Bobby Jack shirts. I loved monkeys. Wow, I had You don't never, like them anymore? I mean, they're cool, but I'm I'm not obsessed with them like I okay. was. Bobby Jack. What about Jay. you? Huh? What about you? Uh, Hollywood. Hollywood? <laughs> what are you laughing the for? The just like not nonchalant. The first time I, first time I like Hollywood. So what's that story? Um, I don't actually remember what it was in high school, but Sherry's 
like during football or something, uh-huh. I think they called me Hollywood. Mm. Hollywood. I don't remember how it goes. I feel like you're the farthest thing from Hollywood. See, I always wonder how to take these comments. There was a lady Brie this week. Last oh, yes. week, yes. this lady comes in and she's like, I don't know who she is. She comes over and she said, hey, I just want you to know that I've been like, these hippie people, you know, that I find out on the, like, outside or, you know, or I see them in public. Yeah. I always tell them to come to the hippie church, your church. I'm like, <laughs> I give them the pins and I'm what? like, you need to go to life church because you'll love it. It's like a hippie. You'll fit right in. You're a yeah, hippie. That, yeah. Do I look like a hippie? That's another nickname you've been given, hippie. Huh? huh? You've been given the name, no. nickname hippie do recently. I, I don't look like a hippie? No. What do I look like? <laughs> on first glance. Well, I mean, the first time I ever saw you, you were in a cutoff flannel and cowboy boots. <laughs> your jeans tucked in. That's the best. So, oh, with my jeans tucked in. Hollywood, and yeah. I don't know so much of hippie, but whatever that would be. Okay, hillbilly. Yeah. We'll stick with hillbilly. Hillbilly. That's, that's a pretty common. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. Okay, Bree. Last book that you've read that you've loved and you would recommend to somebody. Do you read? <laughs> <laughs> She's in college. I know, but like, um, you don't, if you can say, you don't, no, you don't read. That's fine. I do sometimes. Okay. Um, but I'll just say one of the books that I read for classes because my teachers pick a lot of good books. Okay. Um, and they make you read them. Not like, like actual books. Jenny, did you go yeah. to college? <laughs> they give you books that you have to read. Not they don't like, give them to you for that. Not of like it. leisurely books. Huh? Not like good well, books. I'm in ministry classes, so oh, that's true. Okay. They're ministry books. Okay, then so they're like good. they're they're good. Normally. Okay, they have like good advice and like stories and stuff in them. Um, emotionally, hold on, I'm trying to remember. Emotionally healthy leader. Emotionally healthy. I think leader. or discipleship. One of one of those. I can't really remember. Do you know okay. what she's talking about? No. Oh, <laughs> well, he knows. He's read a lot of books. So no, I no, like. I haven't read that one. Mm. No, and there's it's some. What's really something you took away from it? Um. Limits. It's just a lot about like how we're human and we have limits. Okay. Um, and how if we go outside those limits, it can affect our like leadership and how we um how we are like looked at from other people or how like we serve others, how we do the job that God is calling us to do. Um, because if we go out those limits and we're testing the limits that God has given us, okay. then we're pretty much saying like, Hey, we don't trust God. We don't trust you with the limits that you've given us. So we're going to go out and do our own thing. So do you think going into ministry, a challenge will be boundaries? Okay. That's essentially what you're saying, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. 100%. Because like, I mean, you want to do everything all the time for all people, like going into ministry. Like for me, I want to be, I'm a sojourner on at Huntington, which is like the spiritual life leader. Sojourner. Sojourner. It's like a spiritual life leader on a floor or okay. some people call Someone once referenced to them as the youth pastor on the floor. I don't okay. Know. Yeah. That like, is this a self-given title or are they no, like, no, you like, this? like it's it, every single floor has one oh, and like Sojourner. they, yeah, they do floor worships every single week. And in my dorm, we have two per floor. Okay. Um, but for that, I want to be able to be there for all my girls and meet with them whenever they need me. I want to be like, if they need me in the middle of the night, I want to be able to meet with them in the middle of the night. I want to be able to give them everything I have. Okay. But I can't always give them my whole entire energy if I'm not stepping back and respecting the limits that the Lord has given me. Okay. Like sleeping? Like sleeping. <laughs> yeah. Or matter. like one-on-one time with the Lord or my prayer life mm-hmm. or reading scripture. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm only, like if I'm neglecting those things, I'm not going to be much help 
to the girls on my floor. Hmm. Do you think that's a college thing that people have problems in the middle of the night? Because like after college, <laughs> hardly anybody's up at two o'clock um, in the morning. I don't know. But I hear these college I'm going to be honest. Things. I go to bed before 11. You because do? <laughs> Is this a new thing? No. No. I was. I'm just really shocked. Why? Because Bree's not like that. When did you become like that? <laughs> when did you become normal, Bree? Yeah. When did you get into real Jeez. society where people go to bed at Why night? Why are you leaving me out here? Um, Remember? When was did you become an adult, Bree? No, you actually I actually go to think bed it started when I started opening up for the cafe. Oh, and that then, makes sense. And yeah. then I realized how healthy it was oh, healthy. to go to bed early oh. and mm. that's cool. wake up well. So, mm. yeah. Mm. And it, you know, it had a really good, like, Maybe as effect. you sojourn, you can talk to Jenny about her sleeping <laughs> yeah, habits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's gotten my roommate this year. My roommate last year was like, or no, my roommate this year, last year. Um, was like, I averaged like going to bed at like two every single night or whatever. And I was like, that ain't happening this year. Unless if you're going to be out of the room. And um, so she, she yeah. became like that. But now she goes to bed when I go to bed. Wow. <laughs> That's See? amazing. See, and you feel so much better. Oh, I feel amazing. Yeah. Wow. I'm also a morning person though. I love mornings. So does mm -hmm. Jenny. I'm yeah. not a night person. <laughs> Jenny, wait. I love them both. <laughs> You like the morning and the night. Yeah, I used to I force do. myself yeah. to be a night night person. I don't like the middle of the I day. I can fake it pretty well, but okay. So for so forget books. Well, we got one book. Yeah, yeah. So how about a movie or a TV shows? TV show that was like my favorite, and this is what I love about it. Are you watching you any watch right TV? now? I don't watch TV. You don't watch I'm it thinking, anymore. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, huh? I thought I, you used to watch Netflix. You're I killing Jenny's Netflix. whole perspective of you. Like, you go to I bed at night, don't. you're disciplined, no, you don't sit around and you, watch I TV. Can't, man. <laughs> she came back from camp different, okay? <laughs> she did. Jenny's whole perspective, you just went in the toilet. <laughs> you're no longer this just spontaneous <laughs> yeah. binge watch, don't go to bed, My free spirit. Friend. Oh, I, I still got that. Don't yeah. Do <laughs> you have a TV that. show or you have um, a movie that's like... Does it have to be like Christian based or just no? no. Oh, no. My favorite TV show is Boy Meets World. Mm. Mm. Good old Boy Meets World. So good. I have no idea what that is. You've not what? That was like Nick, in do you the know 90s. What Boy Meets World. Oh, Nick knows. I too. guarantee he does. Yeah. So good. Okay. Like, and you took away, like, what's the premise of it? Like, why do you love it? <laughs> is it? It's just heartening, I guess. Heartening? Yeah, yeah. I would say. Meaning. Like, it's just like a family. Yeah, it's very family-oriented. Uh, 90s. Um, and, like, like it shows the problems of families, but then it will, like. Like Modern Family? Like the TV show I Modern Family? I don't think so, because I've never seen it. But all I know is I was allowed to watch <laughs> Boy Meets World and not Modern Family growing up. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, I was bored driving back from uh, out west. Two years ago, and Brady put the phone up and had Modern Family playing for like. Yeah, that's. Fun. I wasn't allowed to watch Modern Family growing up, so oh. I have. Yeah, it's way no more intense huh? than Boy Meets World. Okay. Boy Meets it's World like is very like it, Disney. It also goes from the kid, like the kids, from when they're starting in like third or fourth grade, all the way till they go to college. Mm -hmm. So like you're following this these like kids and they're not like their real life, but like their life through the TV, and it's really cool to yeah. see them like grow up because mm. it's not like. 
it's not really like shows now where they go for two seasons and or have, I don't even know. I don't even really watch the TV shows now, but um, like they would have problems as kids that kids would have. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good show. All right. Boy Meets World. I I watched it it when I was growing up. I love it. Yeah. All right. Favorite childhood memory. And it can be childhood. We're saying middle school, high school, young child, something that was just like the best. Good times. I can't think about anything. I know. I'm telling um, you. When I'm asked these questions, I get just it. Like, I get it. <laughs> um, you want me to ask Jenny first? One of my, sure. Well, I actually saw a meme about this the other day, <laughs> and I've just been waiting for somebody. Okay. My favorite childhood memory was not paying taxes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, whatever. It was funny. Did I go with uh No, something? that was it. Okay. That was it. But yeah. that was the meme. It was so great. Yeah. People were sharing it. And a meme is the the pictures. Okay. That are on the internet. And you get them on your phone. Yeah, you can get them anywhere. Okay. okay. Have you ever sent me a meme? No. Hmm. I don't think so. Is that a weird But would thing? you like me to? Yeah. Because I could. Yeah, send me something. Okay. We can have a now I can learn technology. <laughs> Yeah. How to send memes. I'll keep you up on the trends. <laughs> okay, so. Okay, my favorite childhood memory. Um, I mean, it's not that long ago you've I been would, in high school. You don't have any, like, high school memories I, of. Yeah. Like, you were just there, man. <laughs> oh, gosh. I mean, you're still a child. I was just there. I'm. Oh, no, she's not. Yes. She's an adult. She's. You know what? I was, I was, I'm I'm 21. Yeah. Yeah. She turned 21 this year. I was talking. Okay. Little side note. I was talking to my dad about this the other day. I was like, you know, what's crazy is that people will look at me as if I'm a child at 21 years old, but if I was married, they would not look at me as a child. Mm. Why are you getting married? No, I'm just saying that if I had a man in my life, they would not think I was a child. Okay. I know. Isn't that ridiculous? But they're like, oh, you're single. You're 21. You're still a little baby. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Is that really how it works? I think so. I feel like that's. Yeah, I feel like I'm immature because of that. Like that's, <laughs> no, like that's what people <laughs> No, like that's why people think, you know what I mean? We think you're a child because you don't have a man? Yeah. <laughs> like in the eyes of like somebody, like if I was married and, and that, had kids and I probably would look more like mature. And yeah. like, You would look more mature? Yeah. T- like like people, people would just think you are, oh yeah, that's a mature person. Yeah. But yeah. like right now I'm just running to the halls of Walmart at yeah. like... Not 8 o'clock. 2 a.m. Because <laughs> 8 o'clock and people are like, wow, dang. But if they saw that I had like a big rock on my finger, they'd be like, oh, she just wow. needs some time to herself. <laughs> so do you have a boyfriend? No. No. No interest? Don't care? Like no interest in having a boyfriend? Yeah. I mean, I do. Yeah. Okay. She's Why waiting she... for the Lord. Okay. Waiting for the right one. Yes. Yep. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we're back to childhood memories. It yeah. got off on the, I'm a baby because I'm not married. So, like, do you have anything? She doesn't want to talk about it. You don't want to talk about a boyfriend? She doesn't have a boyfriend. I don't have one. You don't um, want to talk about She has one on? in mind. Oh, my gosh. Oh, <laughs> the big reveal? Is that what no this podcast reveal. is? No reveal. No. But, no. No but, reveal. Okay, but you have this in your head. You know who this person is. Okay, um, my favorite childhood memory <laughs> is when, oh, my gosh, um, when I was, went 
wow. I was in Nebraska visiting my sister and she had like a farm and she had horses and everything. And I went and bought a pair of pink cowgirl boots so that I could go horseback riding. You have a sister (laughs) that lives in Nebraska and she's a horseback person. Well, she, she has horses. Horse her, her ex-husband was. Uh, <laughs> he had horses. Got it. That's fun. But they were together then, so I was able to go horseback riding. Not okay. now. It was really fun. And I just was on the horse, and I woke up the next day with bruises on my foot, on my leg, because the horse was going so fast, and the shoes were like, boom, boom, boom. Oh, my gosh. It's really intense. <laughs> it was so much fun, though. Yeah, Sometimes I think about is. that, and I'm like, oh, what a time. That Jenny, you time. love horseback riding? Yeah, I like it. Really? Like, like real horseback riding. What's not, not the zoo. What's not? No, <laughs> no. I've been to Mackinac Island and done it there. Wait, was it there? I don't know. Or maybe it's in Colorado, somewhere out there. Done Mackinac it. Mackinac Island, Colorado. Times. They're close. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Okay, but you've never had like you've never went. Not like freestyle. Freestyle. Like, freestyle. like <laughs> you haven't just been like go out on somebody's ranch and no. jump on a horse. And, <laughs> no. Like Yellowstone. Nope. Never just done it bareback. Not bareback. Not, I'm just saying. I've never done you know it when you go to these either. places and you pay to no, ride a horse. No. I mean, they're pretty well trained. Like you can't get them to do much. Well, I mean, than, isn't that the same as going on like a horse trail? No. Like if you go out to, like when we used to have horses, uh-huh. like the horses you get on out there are not trail horses. What is the difference? Uh, a trail horse is pretty much going to follow the horse in front of it, no matter what. You oh do. yeah, yeah. We didn't go off course. Yeah, this, this one follow. was pretty good. Yeah, it just stays on course. Yeah. Okay. Most influential person in your life, other than Jesus. That's a really good question. I know, right? I'm telling you these questions. You should have given like texted me these questions I didn't know. beforehand. I know. You I'm sorry. Give, and you need to give these questions to people prior. Yeah. Um, well, Jenny, who's the most influential person <laughs> in your life? Um. Or ask Nick. Nick, who's the most influential person in your life? <laughs> Jenny, you don't have that just like off the top of your head? No, I'm like her, man. Like, I really got to think about Didn't it. Didn't you have like moments where there were people like that significantly I feel like, you? I mean, yeah, but I feel like it was just like different seasons. It's not no, like one person okay, that so, like. Yeah, like for me, it's seasonal. Like there are people. Yeah. Greg Miller, when I was in the mission field, he was a like <clears> significant <throat> mentor on. Like the American church mm-hmm. needs fixed because mm-hmm. you go overseas and it's like, you see all, we went to Guatemala with them and it's like, this oh. is real ministry. Like hike to the mountains, yeah. get out in the world, do things. Mm-hmm. American churches sit in your office and, yeah. you know, make sermons and that's the only thing you ever do. And yeah, he was just a great influence. Like he yeah. was seasonally, he would, that was an important mm-hmm. piece of my journey, you know? Mm-hmm. So do you have seasonal ones like where it was, Yes, I need to just process my brain. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, so I, I do. You got like, yours, Jenny? Okay, I forget her name, though. <laughs> <laughs> this person I've been trying so to remember it. No, she my, is really influential, okay. but I, I can't remember people's names for whatever reason. But okay. she was while I was at the Dream Center in Huntington, which was not good for me during those, like, whole eight months or mm-hmm. nine months, 10 months, 11 months, actually. Wow. <laughs> but um, she was a really like godly woman. I didn't really see it that often in like that kind of a personality. I don't know. She just shaped the way I viewed Christian people. And she waited like, she was just a really good person. Like she waited until she got married to have sex. And just, it was just like, 
I don't know. It was just, I didn't normally when you hear that, it's like weird people do that, but like she was cool, <laughs> you know, <laughs> weird, people, weird people wait to have sex. Yeah. So they're married. Yeah. That's how it well, was. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think you're weird. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're saying in general. But it inspired. But like, just, like yeah. it shifted my mind. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. In the, like to the world, it's weird. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I see what you're mm-hmm. saying. Um, yeah. The only thing I can think of is when I was like, I think it was middle school. Oh, what a time. Um, <laughs> middle school, I went to lunch with one of the youth leaders um, because I just wasn't doing well. And there was a lot of drama going on with my friends. Surprise, surprise. It was middle school. Yeah. I don't even remember Girls. everything. Girls. I, don't even rem- Girls. I don't even remember everything that was going on. But I just remember her saying um, that, like, just because, like, they're, quote unquote, like, good people, like, they are nice or whatever, doesn't mean they're good for you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa. I don't know why that completely like changed my perspective, but yeah. I was like, oh, that means like, like I don't have to be friends with every single person. I don't have to have every single person pouring into me. Right. Um, like they could be a healthy like friend for this person, but that doesn't mean they're going to push me and encourage me. Mm. Right. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah. So Nick, did you come up with one? Yeah. So there's a, um, a tech director at another church. His name's Kevin. Oh, wow. Aww. Yeah, we just started to know each other just through, you know, similar positions at church and eventually it turned into more of like a mentor. And mm, that's cool. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. That is cool. Yeah. It really is. Mm-hmm. And how did you connect with like just randomly? Um, I met him through another friend, but oh. we went up to go to, I looked around at his church right before we started live streaming. Okay. And we just stayed connected for the past four years. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good. That is cool. All right, Bree. So talk about something in your life spiritually. So like we talk about spiritual, I call them markers, like things in your life where you put a marker down and say, hey, God's done some mm-hmm. pretty amazing things. It could be things that like you're working through, like earlier we were talking, not like maybe presently, but have like what it looks like to forgive people or self-image, like some of those things that or self-identity, maybe mm-hmm. that was the the word terminology used, but something that like you've wrestled with and then come out on the other side faithful, like that you've you've struggled with and but you've seen God work and you've come out on the other side and you've learned and you're growing in your faith. Yeah. Um, so a little bit of like um starting college. Um I started coming here my freshman year. Um, because I mean, I moved to Huntington, so that just makes sense. Anyways. Um, no, it doesn't. But, yeah, it doesn't make sense. Because <laughs> normally college people go to the well. They had before, but I feel like a lot is coming here. I don't feel here. like we have that many college students to come now. To not really. We're not, bring them back. we're not very popular. <laughs> we are not the popular church. It's fine. <laughs> um, but starting my freshman year, um, it was just really... I was like letting a lot of my guards down that I kind of had up, like built up like back home from either school around friends or around like certain family members or whatever it is. I just had these walls um, and they kind of just started like slowly like crumbling down when I came to school. And you built walls just to protect yourself? Yeah, okay. yeah, for protection. Um, mm-hmm. Whether it's like protect my mind, like um, protect my emotions. Like if I was just like, oh, I'm not going to feel this emotion because I know if I feel this emotion, then I'm just going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I got to school, um, I didn't have to have those guards up. So they just like broke down, like they mm. were just down and, um, they fell down pretty like drastically and I didn't know how to like cope, I guess mm-hmm, I could mm-hmm. say, um, I didn't know how to like take care of myself. Um, so 
things would start like spiraling down. Um, and it got to the point where I was like, okay, um, like it, it started like me getting confused. And I was like, okay, like what emotions am I feeling? And then it went to somehow going to where, like looking at my identity and looking at my self image. And I was like, okay, I don't like who I am, but because of how I've grown up and I've been seen as such a confident person, I was like, okay, but I can't admit that I don't mm. like myself. Mm -hmm. I can't yeah. admit that I'm not really doing well because people expect this from me. Yeah. Um, and it got to the point where I wasn't eating really anything. Um, I was, barely ever happy, which like, I mean, when a lot of people, when they see me, like I'm smiling like all the time, mm -hmm. but I was not wanting to smile. I didn't even really want to wake up. Um, and it just got worse and worse and worse. And I would even get to the point where I was like weighing myself all the time, like on the scale mm -hmm. every single day. And like, that was where I always found my identity, mm -hmm. um, was that number. And like, it was like a game to me of like getting the like scale lower. Yeah. And, um, <clears throat> Then in the summer, I ended up going to the doctor. I got diagnosed with depression and anxiety. Um, and we were trying to figure out like things that we should do. I ended up going to the doctor like 10 times within like one year for weight checkups, medicine checkups, because I was trying all these different medicines and the doctor wanted to make sure that I was um, like on a different type of medicine because I take ADHD medicine. I've taken it since I was in first grade, but- I was taking a stimulant at, mm -hmm. um, first. And if you aren't eating, you can't take a stimulant because it's really, really bad for your body. Um, like it could do a lot of major negative effects. Yeah. Um, so they ended up having to switch my ADHD medicine as well while I was also trying new like antidepressants and anti-anxiety pills. Um, wow. And during this time, I was also like, that was like started during the summer. And during that summer, I was a full-time babysitter, which was absolutely incredible. I love those kids. Mm -hmm. And, um, but I would- be taking care of the kids, but neglecting myself. Um, and then school started and I was still not taking care of myself. My grades started dropping, lost my GP, like my scholarship that goes for my GPA because my grades were so bad. Um, missed a lot of classes, a lot of homework assignments. I just missed because I couldn't, I couldn't do them. I couldn't get out of bed. I couldn't do them. Um, and that was really hard. And I just like, I just did not like who I was. I did not like it. I did not want to be alive, but I knew that the Lord had something for me, but I just couldn't see it. But I still just held on by a thread, like held on to him by a thread. Cause I was like, I know that there's something because even though I do not feel right in this moment, like I know scripture is true. Mm. I know scripture is true. Like I know that God, if God promises something, he's going to keep that promise. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm going to hold on to that. And, uh, there was one time during Christmas break, I was actually on my way here for church, um, on a Sunday morning from home in Woodburn and, um, a song, Oh, How He Loves Us came on. And I literally, anger rose up inside of me and I like slammed my radio to turn off my music. And then I just froze and I was like, whoa, hmm. what just happened? Mm. Because I know I actually do have anger issues. Nobody knows that though, because, um, yeah. anyways, but I just, I was like, whoa, like why do I react like that? Because I don't skip worship songs unless mm -hmm. if it's like, I'm like in a really hype mood and it's just way too slow of a song. Or if I'm just like not in a hype mood and like it's way too hype of a song. Yeah. Um. So I was like, whoa, why did I just turn that off? Why did I just skip that song? That was really weird. And God was like, you just aren't letting me love you. And I was like, what? Hmm. I was like, what do you mean? Like, I'm doing what you tell me to do. He was like, no, you don't, 
eat. And I was like, what? He was like, you don't eat. And I was like, what does that have to do with anything? (laughs) (laughs) And he was like, you don't take care of yourself. And, um, during this year, um, like school, some friends of mine at Huntington started, um, this worship night called met by love. Mm -hmm. And I really, really wanted to be a part of it, but I felt there was just something that was like, God was like, no, like, like you can go, but you cannot be part of the leadership team. And I was like, well, why not? And in that car ride, God was like, why would I let you be part of the leadership team that is like exemplifying and speaking about being met by God's love when you won't even let yourself be met by my love. Mm. And I was like, what? And all I have to do is eat for that. Which I mean, right now to me, it doesn't sound like that big of a deal. And to other people, it may not sound like a big deal, but like to me then, like that was a big deal. Like I did not want to eat. Well, that was the last thing I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Like I wanted to skip that meal. Mm-hmm. I did not want to eat. And he was like, all you have to do is eat. And I was like, like, why? Like, you don't understand how hard that is, which I said that to God. And he was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> um, but anyways, and then I came to church and we, you were talking about selfishness. Um, and I don't know if it was like, it probably, when you were talking about selfishness, you were probably talking about like, oh, taking care of yourself, doing everything for yourself. Um, but to me, it hit me in a different way. Um, it was like, oh, I'm not eating in that, that is selfish of me Hmm. of not eating because when I don't eat and I don't take care of myself, I'm not able to be used in the way God wants to be, wants to use me. I'm not able to serve the people around me in the ways that they need to be served. If I'm not meeting my own needs, Mm -hmm. um, at the basic level of eating food. Um, and I think it's John 13, 14. Mm -hmm. Just say it. I'm trying to. Oh, you don't even remember the verse? I, it was crap. Oh, it was those. It was like, um, the one who can be faithful with little, little Mm. can be faith, can be faithful with much, but those who can won't be faithful with little, um, is mistrusted with much or whatever. Yeah. That, um, and I was like, I don't even think Mike, like said anything about that verse, but it just like popped into my head. And I was like, Mm. that was really weird. Yeah. (laughs) And so then I opened it, I read it and God was like, dude, you literally have an abundance amount of food Mm -hmm. and you expect me to allow you to do like help this person, disciple this person, guide this person, lead this person, but you won't even eat like the toast in front of you. Like I give you this and I can't even trust you to feed yourself. How would I trust you to like spiritually feed my other children? Mm. And yeah. I was like, whoa, like this was all in one morning. And I was just like, <laughs> whoa, <laughs> like what is happening? Yeah. And I looked like a goofball. I didn't actually, okay, no, I definitely looked like a goofball. I was sitting in like the third row. Like I normally do crying my eyes out mm-hmm. while all That's these people amazing. are like, wow, like convicted by their selfishness and doing like, <laughs> oh man, like, man, I need to stop like taking quiet time for me. And I'm like, bro, I just need to feed myself. <laughs> <laughs> but like people think it's as simple as just eat, but like not eating, yeah. like, messes with your mind. Yeah. It messes with like everything yeah. about like, it's crazy. Yeah. Yo, well, let's, like, talk, let's talk about that for a second. Cause I've always had an opinion and I don't know if this opinion is, <laughs> 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 why are you laughing? Cause it's gotta be good. Yeah. I mean, so you, so you're talking to, uh, essentially because I mean, we dealt with this with my sister. So my sister was anorexic, not that 
Again, I'm not saying right. anorexic. Yeah, yeah, but part I'm, of you're, what you're saying of yeah. the not eating, but she was anorexic. She was bulimic. She mm, ended up, yeah. I mean, lots and lots and lots of things happened to her, you know, where, I mean, she saw some permanent damage stuff, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, from mm-hmm. years worth of that. But mm-hmm. in that process and then being a youth pastor for so many years and just seeing uh, so many young women it seems like the majority at some point in their life struggle with identity, mm-hmm. which leads to some sort of a, I call them eating disorders, they, they call them diets. Yeah. You yeah. Know, but they they are to a certain extent they are. eating yeah. disorders that, I mean, they can get worse down the road, but mm-hmm. why why is it or what has made that, so difficult for a woman. Why is it so hard for a woman that they would struggle that it turns into just what you're saying? I mean, it's a gets to the place where it's not only affecting your body, it's affecting your mind. It's affecting your relationship with God. It's like, what do you think it is? Or is it, you know, that's just my perception that I think a lot of women struggle and I think it's at a different level and Mm -hmm. they, Hide behind sometimes, like, well, I just want to be healthy. It's trauma. It's trauma. So a lot of eating disorders, because like when I was in rehab, okay, I mean, majority of the women that were in there, as well as myself, like have had eating disorders. Okay. And a lot of it is from trauma because, and you don't realize it at the time, but it's like mm-hmm. a sense of like protection yeah. of like, I can control this. I can control my own yeah. body yeah. and or striving for that perfection of that number. Yeah. Like it's the obsession, the, I don't know, yeah. I guess it's just, it is like something trying to keep you away from God. Yeah. I think it's like a lot to do with like control. Um, because like, like I was saying, when I came into my freshman year, my like walls came down, like my protect, protecting, protecting guards, like just came crashing down. And like, I couldn't control really my emotions. There were a lot of things around me I couldn't control, but what I could control was what I was eating. And if I was not eating. But Mm -hmm. is that something you struggled with in high school? Cause it just seems weird that like all of a sudden something would just be like, oh, I'm going to choose not to eat. I don't, I think it's more of just like. In high school, I had those walls built up. Okay. Like, like I didn't, my emotions and my mental health didn't go like off the wall when I was in high school because I had like, I was keeping everything that if I let go, let them go. Like I was just keeping mm-hmm. them back there, like contained, which also isn't good because it's suppressing your like emotions yeah. and right. your trauma and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but once I got to college, like I just wasn't suppressing that anymore. And it mm-hmm. wasn't like, back in a little box. It just like flung open. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you think it's possible, Jenny, too? Like when you say, is it possible for somebody to struggle with body image and, and all of those things, even if they didn't have trauma? uh, Yeah. yeah. I think the world we live in today makes it very easy for anybody. I think every woman, every woman would say that they have some sort of image. For example, like when I take pictures of the life group leaders, like every single person that came in there was like, it was the worst day of their life. Like, because they didn't want their picture taken. They complained about something about themselves. And it was just like amazing to see because not one person like sat in there and was not necessarily excited for it, but like, was it happy to be who they were? Right. So I was th- excited for the picture. <laughs> <laughs> do, you th- do you think that there are things that have contributed to 
poor self-image for young girls. Absolutely. That's more prevalent today than it was. Media. Yeah. And I think like even it's seeping into our young men now too. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Big time. Um, Because a lot of times like I see a bunch of my friends who not all of them, but like a lot of times like the gym, like gym junkies. Yeah, that's what it is. Like they are doing it to strive for a certain image. And so they may work out an unhealthy amount or they may take like not like illegal like substances, but they may take too much. (laughs) They may take too much of like, um, what's it called? Creatine. Creatine or um, the workout. uh, Pre-workout. Pre-workout. Like too much of pre-workout to like, oh, look what I can do. Like I can do this. Get Um, jacked up. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it's not healthy and they do that for a certain image Um, Mm -hmm. or it's because like, oh, this is something I can control. Um, yeah. Men's like buffer, like that kind of thing. And then women's like getting smaller. Yeah. Which the funny thing is, I don't think people like either one of them, like from a body image standpoint, like, I don't think anybody do. Well, what do you like? I don't know. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't don't have a preference. No, I know. But like, (laughs) would you, do you want a guy that's like, looks like he's been in the gym his whole life and has a six pack and. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that, that is what you want no, like I mean, you it's like not that what i want or it's what just, i don't want it's just like whatever yeah, i wouldn't what do you mean be, what you I wouldn't want be upset don't. with it huh? you know that would be just a nice little plus <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean because i'm assuming oh people gosh. in those places do things that would draw attention right like mm. so whether it's you can control it or not i mm-hmm. mean i don't think people would do something that would be like oh yeah, like I don't notice you on either side of it. What do you mean? So would you go to the gym and work out and try to get buffed if you don't think that people notice it? Like I can't imagine it's just for yourself. Oh, mm. I see what you're saying. Like well, I just can't imagine anybody, the if they're not getting affirmation from yes. somebody that would be like, wow, look at you. And that's what also it is too, because the validation and like of somebody suggesting or being like, oh my gosh, you look like smaller, like that comment, or have you been working out? Like that kind of a thing is what I guess maybe that self, um, this problem that's going on within themselves, like that affirms or Mm -hmm. like it makes them feel seen or heard or Mm -hmm. loved. Like they're just looking for everything in the Mm -hmm. wrong place. Yeah. 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 So Bree, speak to this because we're getting to the place where we got to get to your questions because- so speak to the idea that, so you're at home, you're in school, you go to college and you go to a Christian university, right? And you're surrounded by Christian people. Mm-hmm. And so what, what can we do for people? Because you're surrounded in dorms full of people that mm-hmm. should be lifting you up, but yeah. you're fighting a quiet battle, yeah. right? That in the amongst of people that were there, what can people, because you're not, obviously you're not the only one. Right. Yeah. I mean, there yeah. are other people out there that have walked that journey, mm-hmm. you know, that mm-hmm. are in places where you're surrounded by people, but you feel mm-hmm. alone. I mm-hmm. mean, and that's, I feel like that's what I was hearing you say, like you're alone in your struggles and so you made decisions. So what, what can somebody who's struggling, what can they do? You know, and then what can friends do that are around people to Mm -hmm. help with those issues? Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think one, like if you were in the space of struggling, um, really hard, like being open, Mm -hmm. like, I mean, that sounds so cheesy of like, oh, just be open, talk to people, but like seriously, 
like just talk to people. Like we are a body of Christ for a reason. We are meant to have our brothers and sisters. We are meant to lean on each other. We are meant to carry each other's burdens and then like give them up to Christ. Right. Um, like that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to bring things into the light. And if we just hold it into the dark, then mm-hmm. it's not going to get any better. Right. Um, and see, for me, I I was bringing a light. I was being honest with my friends. I was telling them when I was not okay. Mm. Um, and my friends were there for me. They were praying. Okay. Um, but I think it was a lot of like, just a lot of spiritual warfare. And mm-hmm. um, just also with the medications, like it was just, it was just weird and interesting. Yeah. Um, but I always knew that my friends were there. Um, and also like, if you are a friend of someone struggling, I think it, you're never going to ask too many questions. Okay. Um, especially if you're a really, really close friend, like mm-hmm. personally, I don't think I would have ever like, I may just be like, okay, I can't answer questions right now. I just want to sit and breathe. Mm-hmm. But like, if they are genuine, like I am concerned for you questions, you're never going to ask too many of them. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, of like, okay, are you, they care for you? You're yeah, saying that. Yeah, yeah. Like, do you need help? What can I do for you? even if it's the smallest thing of like doing their laundry or their dishes, mm-hmm. yeah. um, like just, just being there and showing that genuine love and interest to help mm-hmm. in any way possible is such a difference. Um, even if it's just asking how they're doing, but not asking, how are you doing in passing, but like right. stopping looking right. at you in the face and yeah. saying, how are you doing? Right. Um, because Actually caring. Yeah, yes. you know. because the day that I, I went to the hospital one day for a psych evaluation, um, last year, first semester. And my friend like stopped me in my tracks and like looked at me and said, how are you doing? Immediately broke down crying. Mm. And I was like, I just don't want to be here. And I don't know why. Like, I, like, like, I know the Lord has something for me, but I just, I don't know what to do. Um, I was just confused and my brain was like fighting itself. Um, but really just like for the people struggling, like talk about your issues Mm. Um, it does a big difference and don't isolate yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I'm starting to go down a dark path. If I start isolating, mm. um, not spending like healthy alone time, healthy alone time is necessary, but like isolating and like being like, Oh, all my friends are doing this, but I'm really just going to stay over here. Cause I just don't want to be around people. And like, mm-hmm. like there's a difference between isolating and taking time for yourself. Right. Um, and so like, don't isolate, surround yourself with people who love you. Um, and there are people who love you, like you may feel like they're not, they don't love you, but they do. Um, and then for the people who are friends with them, just like asking how they're doing genuinely being there for them, doing little tasks for them. Um, honestly, sometimes just sitting with them in silence too, Mm. just being there. Just, just being a presence. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Okay, Jenny, you got questions All for All right, me? here. Yes, I do. So from Jamie Tackett, this is, I love this Oh, one. I didn't know you guys did this. Oh, this is new, sort okay. of. But how can we pray for you? Hey, that's a good I know, one. I love that. Good oh my job, gosh. Jamie. That's incredible. That should be like our number um, one question on here. <laughs> like how we end it. Please, wow. I know. Um, so I came from a camp this past summer. I was a camp counselor and- uh, my camp really stressed sharing the gospel with the kids, um, which was awesome. Like most camps do, but they normally share on like the last night of camp. Mm-hmm. But like my camp was like, please share it the first or second night so that the rest of the week, the kids can ask questions if they have questions mm-hmm. oh, and we're not sending them home with questions. Yeah. And like some kids would be sent home with questions and have nobody to ask because right. their parents aren't doing things, but like they would be at camp with questions, being able to ask us. Um, 
And I just thinking about it, I want to be able to bring that into my life at school. Cause yes, I go to a Christian university, but I feel like there's so many students. There are so many students lost at Huntington. So many to the point where it it just absolutely breaks my heart. Um, They're lost, but even the people who grew up in church and um, say that Christ is their savior. Like they, they may not know the true gospel. Yeah. Yeah. Like they may not fully believe the promise that God has given them of like, if you confess me as your savior, um, and the only way to get to heaven, like you will be there. Um, because we would ask the, like on a scale of zero to 100, Mm -hmm. um, do you think you're going to heaven? Right. And a lot of kids would be like, Oh, like 80, because like, I believe in Jesus and I accepted him as my savior, but like, you can't really be for sure. No, you can be for sure. Like the Bible says, if you announce and say with your mouth, like, God, you are my savior. I can't do anything without you. Like, and you dedicate your life to him, you are going to heaven. Like God promised that. And Mm -hmm. we should be able to hold God accountable to his word. Like we're going to go to heaven if that's what you do. Right. Um, And it doesn't have to do with works, but just being able to, talk about that and like share that with the people around me at school um, and the girls on my floor. I just really want the gospel to be a really hardcore thing of what I share around my campus this year. Yeah. Good. So more moments for that, like yeah. for mo- more moments for like hearts to be softened yeah. and opportunities eyes to, share to be open. The gospel. Yeah. yeah. Good. All right. From Tammy gas, what is your dream job? Youth pastor. <laughs> but what, like, if you could do it anywhere, because okay. I already said youth pastor in the questionnaires uh, that you're okay. in youth ministry. So what would be your dream job, like, that you could do after, like, after through youth, youth ministry? <sighs> like, do you have a specific place that you want to go to? No, um, not really. Just wherever? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, That's good. Yep. Yeah. 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 All right. Gina Van Meter. Okay. I can't wait to hear your story, sweet girl. You are just a breath of fresh air. Your lightness of Christ is wonderful. Gina Thanks, is Gina. full of encouragement. She is. She That's is. So sweet. <laughs> All right. Tammy Dennis, your smile is contagious. What is one thing you do for others that brings you great joy? Oh, okay. So... Honestly, I just love doing things for people. Um, we took this thing on how, like a little assessment on how we connect with God, um, at, like a training thing that I did. And one of my, my first thing was enthusiast. So I guess I connect with God with being excited. I don't yeah. really, I don't, I need to research a little bit more about that one. But I also connect with God through like, being a caregiver. So caring for others. Hmm. Um, and one thing I have found in the past like year and a half that I love doing is I love baking for people. Really? Oh, which is crazy. Like so I used what'd you to bake for us. Yeah. <laughs> what did you bake today? <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. Just kidding. Um, but like the girls on my floor, I love being able to like make cookies and like put them on the table so that like, if they're leaving for the day, they just like, oh my gosh, there's a thing of cookies. Like, yeah, I everybody cookie. gets happy with cookies. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it doesn't take much to make like chocolate chip cookies. And like just seeing know. people. <laughs> Jenny. <laughs> I feel like it does. Seeing people Jenny. like, oh my gosh, cookies. Like it just makes my heart all happy. Yeah. So, yeah. So like, I you feel, feel like candy. you couldn't make cookies? I just, I hate cooking. I hate baking. What do you eat? <laughs> like easy stuff. Like. <laughs> Like stuff I can put in the toaster Ravioli, or the ramen. microwave. Like a toaster strudel? Yeah, but I haven't or, had one of those in a while. Okay. So what is your normal meal at night? Um, well, right. So I go through like phases. So right now it's rice. Like I'm really into rice. 
Oh yeah, that's just like I've gotten a ton thing. of rice. Are you okay. you're hyper fixated on rice right now? Yeah, just that's it, rice, rice, and like stuff that I mix in about two with months it. that will be disgusting. Like, what, yeah, do you, well. what do you mix with it? Like sauces and seasonings. So yeah, just rice. Okay, got it. Yeah, no meat. No, I know that's probably bad. Okay. Yeah, that I've is. just never been a big meat person. Okay, fair. <laughs> <laughs> what are you fixated on right now? Me? Yeah. Whatever the whatever the uh, university has. I've, yeah, yeah I, that's true. You can't really, really do fixated that. on anything that's right now. That's true. All right. So, so I don't know who this is from, but it's an unknown number that we will find out soon. So she says, or he, no question, but I would like her to know that I love watching her worship at church. Her energy is so infectious. I'm so happy when I see her because she hypes up the energy. (laughs) I know. That's so sweet. We don't know. (laughs) That's good. My love language is words of affirmation. So that. There you go. go. Okay. So if you're not on our texting group, we want you to text podcast to 260 408-8383, Brie, because she didn't know about this, so she needs to get on our texting group. <laughs> so text podcast to that number, and each week I send out a text about who's going to be on it. So I send a little bio about you, and then we want you, you give to- give her the bio? Uh, no, not really. I just, <laughs> I just put words into she it. She just came up with oh, the yeah. word bio. She probably was like, this girl Sorry, likes Jenny, to stay up late. I didn't, up mean, late. I didn't yeah. mean to interrupt you, but- <laughs> I gave him the wrong bio. But yes, so we want you to ask questions back. That way you can be engaged with us and we can be engaged with you and you can ask questions that we didn't think of. But throughout the week, if you know somebody that wants to be on the podcast or if you yourself, we want to find out. So text us. Yeah. Yeah. So Brie, again, thanks for being on with us. And if you're watching or you're listening, don't forget, if you see Brie at church, uh, yes. Make sure you go up and say hi. Are you, I like are you a second service? Second. I'm a second service person. Okay. But yeah. also sometimes I will be working at the cafe. Oh, yeah. yeah. So Either way. Come and see her at the like cafe. Yeah. See her on a Sunday morning. Say hi. Encourage her. Uh, and, well, I mean, because you're going through school. Yeah. Like, right. I always think every college student yeah. that's ever come is, I mean, it's just challenging yeah. to work and to be in the lives of people and try to get all uh, of that stuff yeah. done. It's a big it's a big job to be yeah. able to, to go through that. So, you know, encourage you. And again, we'll be praying for you. That'll mm-hmm. be, we'll just join in with Jamie and be praying for opportunities for you to be able to share the gospel yeah. and that Please. we can see pe- more people come to know Christ. And yeah. So don't forget, Jenny puts this out on Wednesdays. Wednesday. So like it, share it, uh, make sure that you comment, you know, so that we can get more people viewing it and more people, uh, knowing what's going on at the round table. So again, Bree, thank you. And thanks everybody for joining us. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye.